Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Fires a three. This is for the win. He put it in! Hot damn! Hot damn! Hot damn! Oh my goodness! At the buzzer! Bill Handle. With a three! Wow! And now, here's Bill Handle. All right, Tuesday now. May uh, 15th. Oh, yeah. Wow, you sound a lot better this morning well, than we'll, you did when I left. We'll see. All right. We'll see. <laughs> I uh, talked to uh, the NT doc uh, yesterday, and see, already it's cracking. See, those are the I first. I jinxed it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the voice is cracking. Uh, there isn't a lot we can do other than uh, rest it, and uh, there's no way I'm going to rest it and take a few days off. That's impossible. Not being gone for a month because of my little uh, self-imposed vacation. God, it was a fun vacation. Uh, that room uh, 209 at Kaiser for eight days was really nice stateroom. It was big. Oh, sure. And I had a lot of servants who dressed in those uh, white uh, outfits. They Very nice. Uniforms. nice. Yeah, all I had to do was press a button and they would come out. <laughs> and uh, what would you like? Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, Mo is here filling in for... Uh, for Wayne, and uh, Wayne is on jury duty. He made it on a jury. Yeah, and he's an alternate. He's not even going to decide. That's kind of the worst spot to be in, though. I always feel like I feel bad for the alternates. Like, you get to sit there, and you have to sit through the whole thing and make all the decisions, but your decision really means nothing. In the oh, end. you don't even make decisions. You you don't even I mean, go in your you, mind. Yeah, like, you don't go into the room. Oh, they have to stay out? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the deliberation are the jurors. Wow. And uh, if a juror is excused in the middle of uh, the deliberations, the alternate comes in and they have to restart again with the deliberations. Isn't that fun? Better him than me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jury duty. Wow. Poor Wayne. And jury duty is, you know, they talk about jurors not being very bright because they're comprised of people who can't get out of jury duty. (laughs) It's very difficult today to get out of jury duty. I've done it twice. Pardon? Uh, Claiming that I, uh, number one, was a legitimate racist. Uh, Well, not quite a racist. It was uh, one case. No, no, no. Go with that. No, you are. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But let me me explain where I was going with that. (laughs) And uh, that is, it was a case where uh, there was a kid that was being tried for a, a misdemeanor hit and run. When's the last time you saw a jury trial? And uh, it was the kid was clearly a, an illegal alien. I mean, he didn't speak a word of English. Uh, they can't ask him that. And he looked just like one of the guys that are at Home Depot in the uh, driveway. You know, the baseball hat kept on looking down furtively, wouldn't look at anybody, which is a lot of culture, by the way. That has a lot of culture. And I assumed he was an illegal alien. I'm probably right. And I told the judge, I said, Judge, I want to see you in chambers. And he said, No. And I go, Believe me, I want to see you in chambers. Here's the problem, Your Honor. Uh, I believe that this kid is an illegal alien. Whether he is or not, I'm just telling you I believe it. And I'm an officer of the court. And I am so biased against illegal aliens, I'm going to nail this kid. And that is unfair to this guy. I, I can't do that to him. And normally, the judge would say, you made up this excuse, you know, just to get out. But he said, Mr. Handel... Uh, I listen to your show, so I know you're telling the truth. 
and I and I was going to nail the kid. I mean, I or at least I would pr- would be predisposed, and it was it just wasn't fair. I can't do that to him. Uh, it's just can't do it. And the other time was there was a lawsuit against a contractor by a homeowner. Anybody biased? I raised my hand. And why are you biased? Because I used to be a contractor, and that's why I went to law school. I was sued so many times. <laughs> Oh, so you don't believe uh, anything? Oh, I believe. Yeah, so you don't believe anything that uh, the uh, the customer, the homeowner would uh, would would claim. That's right. Well, how would you know he's telling the truth or not telling the truth? He opens his mouth and he's lying. Oh boy, you're excused. So those are the two times I got out, of, and both were legitimate. Incidentally, I, it wasn't me trying to get out. It was absolutely true. I mean, having having been a contractor and in the development business with my brother, been there, uh, it's it's crazy. So uh, it was uh, totally legitimate for me to be bounced out. And if you weren't excused, uh, I would try, but it, you can't. It's really hard to overcome your bias. Really hard. Everybody says, "Can you put your bias aside?" How do you put your bias aside? Yeah. I mean, le- legitimately. How do people? It's a question of just levels of bias. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was at that time, it was uh, the the illegal alien issue was crazy. It was pouring over the border. It was legitimately pouring over the border. And uh, come on. And then the dreamer DACA hadn't existed and, and none of the politics that exist today. And I think uh, illegal aliens at that time were getting virtually the full benefit of all of the services in California. I think they stopped them. If I'm not mistaken, they kept on restricting them through the years. All right, let's do it, guys. And then uh, there's uh, uh, Jennifer Jones-Lee. Hi, Handel. And uh, there is Alex and John. Let's do it. Hey, good morning to you two. Oh, and me. Good morning, Bill. Okay. Lead story. There's a weird story uh, that, um, well, first of all, horrific. Uh, This uh, is uh, Fairfield, California. Uh, case of child abuse, the investigators came in. Actually, the mother called investigators saying, I have an 11-year-old that's missing. So they came out, they searched the house, and the squalor they found and the evidence of torture they found on these children. I mean, it was just incredible. And it was, uh, the accusation is the father that did it, and the mother just let it happen. So he is in jail on $5 million bond for torture, as well as neglect. She's only being nailed for neglect. But they're saying things like <clears throat> puncture wounds, burns, yeah. bruises, signs the kids might have been shot with and, a pellet gun. Right, And she is saying uh, there was no torture. The reason that the house is looking the way it did, and I'm looking at video of it oh, right it's now, disgusting. Yeah, is because we tore the place apart looking for our son who we reported missing. You don't pull the door off the hinges yeah. looking for your kid. You don't have feces all over the floor looking for your kid. Now, wh- the part that I found weird is... Uh, she's on the news. She's being interviewed. She's articulate. She is bright. Oh, here she is. Here. All these allegations are ludicrous. And all I need is good defense to look into this. If they took all my kids to just get medically examined, they would find absolutely not. These are not true. But the evidence comes from the kids. This uh, is all the kids' testimony. And they see the puncture wounds. They see the evidence. It's very strange. But you would think... Uh, that there is, she's completely delusional, or she's already set up her defense and simply going to argue none of this is true. So there will be a trial, no doubt, 
and the prosecution is going to present evidence of the puncture wounds, evidence of torture, et cetera, the testimony of the kids. And I guess she's going to say none of that is true. It's just, it's what's obvious. It's like the guy who uh, is uh, stooping uh, his, uh, uh, his neighbor's wife and the neighbor comes in and catches them and says, what are you doing? It's not me. You've heard that story many times. They, they wrote a song about it. Did they? Yeah. Oh. What me. me. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Shaggy. You ought, to, you ought to check it out sometime. I should. All right. Well, it looks like we might have a possible 13th murder mentioned in the search warrant when it comes to the Golden State Killer. This is ceasing to be news because the numbers are now starting to rack up to such an extent. What's the difference between 13th or 14th or 18th or 19th at this point? And the judge has put off the decision for yeah. a couple more weeks as to whether the media is going to get access to the search warrants and the arrest warrants in this case. Yeah, it's uh, and other than for the family, of course, the people that knew the victims, uh, it's now we're talking statistics, unfortunately, and uh, it's that horrific. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. Also, your chance to win $1,000. All right. We are back. Uh, this is uh, KFI, and good morning, everybody. Mo Kelly is uh, in for Wayne, who's on jury duty. He couldn't get out of it. God, Wayne's an idiot. Handle. Ah, you, you should be able to get out of jury duty. No, think about it. The guy has been an officer of the court for a bazillion years, so they're going to look at him and go, you're the perfect guy. You can be objective. Or maybe, maybe he just has a desire a civil duty where he feels uh, that he should be on on jury duty if he's called could be it too he's an idiot okay uh more handle on the news jennifer jones lee mo kelly and me and before we go into it mo here's your chance to win some cash your shot at one thousand dollars now Text the keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Yep, let's do it. And if you do win, then you're going to get a call from a number you don't recognize. You got to pick it up. Your next chance to win happens next hour and starts 5 o'clock in the morning with me all the way until 7 o'clock at night, Monday through Friday. An update to the story, at least 58 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza protests as the U.S. Embassy kind of sort of opens. We shall over. Oh, no. It opened. Kind of, sort of. It opened, but it's not like open for business. It was more ceremonial. I think that was, but I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't open for business today. But that's not the point. It's uh, it's still basically a consulate. Yeah, it is. I guess you could walk in there and, and be granted asylum. Uh, yeah, Now you can. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're actually, they have... The majority of their functions have been. They don't. In. They don't because you have Tel Aviv uh, that has 800 people in, which is now the consulate, used to be the embassy, and you have far fewer in the now embassy. The consulate it takes years to build a consulate. They have to buy the land, or it's given to them by the government, and then to uh, certainly uh, design and develop a plan for a consulate. That's no small small issue. It has to be a secured facility. Oh, very mm. secured. All right, so anyway, 58 Palestinians are now dead. 
We're going to talk more about this later on because there's, there's a very complicated issue. And uh, that is the reason there are so many Palestinian young men. They have nothing to lose. They figure there's no hope anymore. They might as well go down. And the problem is, is those people that are arguing Israel should not shoot them or at them. You know, you've got 20,000 or 40,000 that are trying to breach the border. What happens if they actually breach the border and come pouring into Israel? Of course, Israel is going to defend. Now, the politics underneath that is something else, but that's not going to change. We're going to talk more with Brian about this uh, later on. Well, there's a little controversy about the pastor who gave the opening ceremony, the, the prayer for the opening ceremony yesterday when the embassy opened. He's a guy who once said Jewish people are going to hell and that Hitler was part of God's plan to return the Jews to Israel. But I'm gonna pray. That's a tough one. Um, well, it's it's a very complicated issue. Uh, really? With evangelical Christians, yeah, with uh, Israel. Uh, because they're fanatically pro-Israel. To the point where there is a minister-level, essentially a cabinet member in Israel that deals nothing except evangelical uh, Christians that are coming to Israel. Yeah, I don't think it's all that complicated. It's just American politics. The American political party of Christianity. I know because here's the religious part, okay? And you're right in many in on the politics front, but here is uh, the religious part: is evangelical Christians obviously believe that uh, the Messiah is Jesus, and the and Jesus came was a Jew and came out of Israel, right? And Israel uh, is simply part of the Messiah, Jesus coming back. And sending us into whatever world Jesus sends us into. Obviously, I'm highly religious here. Uh, but the point is that the state of Israel is simply part of the move to accept Jesus. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Israelis, Jews will never accept that. I mean, that's just not part of the culture. But you know what? We don't care. You're helping us. You know, we love the fact that you're fanatically, fanatically pro-Israel. In- enemy of my enemy is my friend? Basically. But in a, but in a way, if you square that... I, there's a couple of Israelis who are very clever. And I don't know, 25, 30, 40 years ago, uh, they leased a piece of land on the River Jordan where the water is about waist high. And they built a religious center for actually Christians where they put ramps, concrete ramps in and guardrails. It's like a baptize people? That's exactly what they do. And they baptize people by the thousands. When an evangelical group comes to Israel, this is not a family or 10 or 20 people. They come by the thousands. There are dozens of buses. And the pastor sits there uh, and baptizes people. And there was, oh, God, this is a story that Marjorie would love to share, loves to share. So here we are at, quote, the River Jordan, where John the Baptist, by the way, did baptize, uh, where he did baptize Jesus. Just ask these two Israelis who leased the land. Okay, it's right. it happened right there. So there is, they're a group of, uh, it happened to be African-American uh, uh, Christians who were there, an African-American church, one of the mega churches. And the line snaked around probably 200 people. And I I go down to my underwear because a lot of people do. And I just stand in line. I'm going to be baptized. And Marjorie said, what the hell are you doing? I just want to do it for the hell of it. Of course you did. And uh, yes, literally for the hell of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And she she stopped at Cole. She goes, Bill, you're not going to do that. You are not going to do that. I was fully prepared. 
only because of just the whole, you know, and then they sell the holy water, uh, you know, from the churches on the holy land. And uh, the, the holy water is hilarious because the priest uh, runs in the back, turns on the faucet, uh, the, the water hose fills up water bottles and comes out and goes, this is holy water and it's $8 a little bottle. You know what holy water is. It's just blessed. Uh, yeah, but, but not from the faucet outside. You know, yeah, the, actually, the, gar- no, the garden it's, hose. It's not Come the on. water. It's, what's, it, it's, it's how it's blessed after. Yeah, it's the garden hose water. Okay, we're Mo done. No move. He's going to get hit by lightning this morning. And I don't want to take the bolt for him. No. Uh, all right. Move. You know what? Let's take a break and we'll come back. Enough of religion. All right. KFI handle here. It is a Tuesday, May 15th. Uh, please donate to help the American Red Cross Initiative to get prepared California. For a $400 donation, you and a desk, uh, guest can enjoy cocktails and appetizers with all of us, KFI hosts and crew, plus unlimited sky slide rides during an inclusive evening at the Be A Beautiful OUE Skyscape in downtown LA. You have to be 21. 100% of the proceeds benefit the American Red Cross Get Prepared California campaign. Limited number of tickets. For details, log on to KFIAM640.com, and the word is Mixer. And uh, some of the top stories that we are covering are those uh, kids up in Fairfield. Uh, Ten were taken into protective custody, one of those horror torture stories. And then later on, we're going to talk about what's going on in Gaza and uh, uh, what the demonstrations, uh, what's going on today. Because remember, they're, I think, nine or ten hours ahead of us right now. I always get confused. Daylight savings times and not. I think there are nine. I think it's nine hours right now. All right. Back we go. More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee, Mo in for Wayne and me. First Lady Melania Trump underwent successful procedure for what they term a benign kidney issue. Oh, Melania, does he really love Yep, they're saying it was a tumorous tumor. Kidney stone, maybe? Uh, no, I don't think it was a kidney stone. I think it was a tumor. Mm. And uh, they go in and cut off its blood, blood supply, and it's uh, theoretically, well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, although I do play one on radio. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. It's interesting that they didn't say anything until after the procedure. Yeah, usually you go in. That's true. Usually it's beforehand. Yeah. Maybe it was was an emergency thing. Maybe she was having pains or something, and they had to take her in, and that's when they found it. Could be. Well, that was benign. This one, for former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, was not. Pancreatic tumor. Now that is serious. They say his doctors caught the problem early during a routine screening and uh sounds like they found it got it early enough got it early enough and he should yeah. be okay they say because once it hits i think stage three it's over you're done especially the pancreas yeah, yeah. you're finished he does and have there to are no symptoms chemo. yeah that's true this next story i'm not so sure i'm calling bs on it but a toddler has died and twin sisters in critical condition after both fell into backyard pool why are you calling it bs Because in the early evening hours of April 29th, the story is supposedly that Michaela and her sister Maya, they're only 17 months old. That's key. They managed to push a screen off a breeze window and climb out of the home into the 11,000 block of Steeplechase Drive. 
That's oh, a lot for now, a 17-month-old no, kid to do. No, they're already walking by a year's. Believe me, they can do that. And push out a screen? Yeah, because if the screen is not particularly secured well, uh, they can push out a screen. Believe me. Uh, oh, yeah, at 17 months, this is experience talking. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have a whole story about that, but it's going to take too long. They can do it. Mo, is your skepticism that the parents are saying the kids pushed out the screen and maybe the screen was already open or off or whatever? It could be any combination yeah. of things because obviously they're telling the story. Right. And one of the things is, now, uh, this is, where did this take place? This is here in California, right? In Moreno Valley. Oh, yeah, Moreno uh, Valley. Yeah. Uh, now, the law is real simple, and that is uh, you have to be able to lock the doors. I think you have to have an alarm if the kids leave or you enclose the pool and we had one of those temporary enclosures, you know, where that uh, sort of fancy plasticky yeah. thing that you put the poles in the ground. Cause we always had that because our kids are running around like crazy, but it is not BS. It happens all the time. Oh, unfortunately. And they were both unsupervised. Well, it happened while uh, parents were asleep. The kids were inside the house and they just said they dozed off. Uh, that, unfortunately, I think that is some form of neglect. Although, uh, when I was, uh, you know, when I was supposed to take care of the kids and my and Marjorie was out shopping and she left me alone, I fell asleep on the couch and uh, they were coloring uh, two, three years of age. Marjorie came home and all the walls had crayon on them. The kids oh. decided to make modern art of all the walls. We had to repaint the walls. Let me tell you how happy Marjorie was with me. Uh, but that, and I fell asleep. And so it does happen. Oh, I believe parents fall asleep. I, I'm not yeah. so sure they were that strong. Yeah, well, kids, you'd be all. surprised, 18 or uh, 17 months old. Well, there are a whole lot of parents out there who are surprised by this story. Did you know that if you've had a baby since 1983, the state has that baby's DNA? No. I know they take uh, a blood sample. Right, they print right. the baby's toe. Right, and then run a bunch of uh, tests to find out. But I didn't know they kept the blood. They say that once they prick the baby's toe and then they run those tests, whatever is left over is property of the state. And since 1983, this has been protocol. Now, I don't think they've ever used that information. Well, we don't know. Do we? Because a lot of parents are saying... This, okay, and the, the state's going, hey, we tell you about this. This is on page 13 or 14 of a pamphlet that you're given as, an, as a parent. Who's reading that? Who, whoever paid attention that their kid's DNA was taken or that their kid's blood was now property of the uh, state? It's much like uh, when you okay, when you accept the terms of a new app. Yeah, exactly. You know, Who 48 that? pages that you need a microscope <laughs> to read. The NFL is, at, is going to ask Congress to put in a framework for betting. We're going to do a lot more at 7 o'clock on that one. Oh, yeah. It's going to explode it. It just explodes betting all over the country. And given you have uh, smartphones, and this is not just where you just uh, where you log into a site. They're talking about working with these gambling companies specifically oh, with yeah. sponsorships. And you want Congress to somehow put a framework in place? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Because 97% of sports betting in the United States is illegal. 3% is legal. And it will Every continue football, to be illegal on some level because regardless of the framework you put in, people are still yeah. going to work around it. Yeah, well, the reality, and I think you're right, the reality is you go to a sports book to bet on the Super Bowl or you do a an office pool. Oh, yeah. Who's going to go to a sports book? Yeah. Uh, it's. It, I don't know how you can regulate this. Well, you can if you go to a sports book, but you're right. Yeah. 
you know, how do you do that with an office pool? I go to my brother's uh, house every single year when we do uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And there's always a big chart he puts up. Squares. And there you go. Illegal betting. All right. Let's take a break. Uh, We will come back and finish up handle on the news on this Tuesday morning. This happened in quite a while. I think we lost him for good this time. I could hear Alex all the way through the wall yelling, Bill! <laughs> Maybe he lost his voice altogether. He went to go find it? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there he is. Casually walking back. He's got no his rush. Diet Coke in hand. You know, I hate it when the show gets in the way of me going down the hall and... Uh, you know, going to the re- restroom, getting a Diet Coke, sometimes making coffee. So, And they won't let me have a coffee machine here or a refrigerator in here or a urinal here on the wall. So it's their fault is what you're saying. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. Okay, guys, you ready to do it? Let's do it. As we finish up handle on the news, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Mo Kelly and for Wayne, and me. And there is a Riverside coffee shop, a coffee shop in Riverside called the Coffee Bean that refused to serve a man after he went on a racist rant. All around the world, love women every state hey, with this crazy guy, crazy racist, sees a woman in a hijab and starts screaming at her, you're a Muslim, effectively you're a terrorist, is this Halloween or something? Here's what he said. Because I don't like your religion and says to kill me and I don't want to be killed by you. How's that? Are you scared of me? No. Have you read the Koran? Yes, I've read enough of right. it to know. Yeah, yes, I've read right. enough of it to know. Do you believe he has looked at one word of the Quran? Come on. And and, and God bless the uh, the management and the other people in the uh, uh, in the coffee shop screaming at him, you racist, and uh, management just tossing him out. Oh, yeah. Here's or, refu- or refusing to serve him. Yeah, listen, I mean, they were cussing at the guy. Racist? F- you. Shut the f- up. Shut the f- yeah. Yeah, good for them. I wish he would go up to someone who is actually more formidable. It's one thing if you're going to pick on a woman, but go up yeah. to um, a Muslim man yeah. and talk that same mess. Or a guy who uh, is a transgender, a big football player, right. who not only is has converted to Islam, but also is uh, a woman yeah, and wearing a hijab. Boy, that would be interesting. Uh, it's a visual. Do you remember? The, do you remember when the, of course you do, when the, uh, the students or the Americans were held hostage in Iran. Sure. And there was no Iranian that could walk around the streets without being hated and attacked. And we're talking about Iranians who live here who fled the 1979 revolution, who hate uh, the Shah and hate the government. The theocracy is more than any one of us. And they were being attacked simply because they were Iranian. The good news is uh, far fewer Muslims are being attacked just for being Muslims. I, I guess. Okay. Well, good. Good analysis. I, mean, I guess. I'm just saying. Just because. Well, so, well done. You, you call it like it's 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 better in a. In it's a, better. Yeah, but it's, it's like putting a knife in your back seven inches and you take it out two inches. It's still five inches in your back, and you say it, but that's, it's better. But, but it's better than seven inches. Not really. And in no. In, by the way, it's It'll a really kill good analysis. You tell me where five inches is ever better than seven inches. Let's move on. Well played. Thank you. 
Politicians who sparked anti-sanctuary state wave in California, they're going to meet with the president. Get up, stand up. Yeah. And his invitation. And it's actually gaining a lot of steam. We we know about Los Alamitos, uh, Mayor Troy Edgar, but also you have other cities more in the Orange County area who have well, even the join the effort. Right. Even the supervisor, Michelle Steele, uh, supervisor. Now I wonder what the other four supervisors are thrilled because they all voted uh, in favor of getting rid of sanctuary cities. And so, how come we can't go to the White House? Where do you think this is going to go legally? I mean, they're arguing the supremacy clause, and I get that, but... It's going to go to the Supreme Court. I have no idea which way the court's going to roll on this one. Okay, big news. Uh, National Guard troops. Yep, the initial deployment has arrived at the international border. Actually had a very good day. 51. Boy, there's news. 51. That's going to change everything. They're supposed to get to the front lines, do border oh, security. Stop it. stop it. 51 people. Come I, on. I, yeah. Later on, I'm going to do a uh, story of um, how dangerous it is to be a border patrol agent and the poster child arguing, the poster child story of arguing how dangerous border patrol work is, which is a crock. It's like this. 50. Out of what? How many agents are there? 20,000? Thousands, yeah, I don't know how many. Yeah, and support staff and civilians that work for the Border Patrol, etc. 51 people are going to show up, and they're going to do so much. Come on. Really? It's like the staff of KFI. Yeah. We're all going to show up at the border. Yeah. The D.C. Circuit orders U.S. to submit information about uh, attorney-client eavesdropping at Guantanamo. Yeah. This is a problem. Because you, attorney you know client. they were. You know they oh, were eavesdropping. Of course they were. Of course they were eavesdropping. <laughs> the appeals court acted in a case filed by two lawyers who resigned from representing the accused mastermind of the 2000 bombing of the USS Cole after finding a microphone in their meeting rooms. Now, prosecutors are uh, prosecutors have said the microphone was installed in the room for interrogations, but was never turned on during attorney-client meetings. Wink, wink. Yeah. Right. B.S. Of course they were listening. And the only argument they could possibly have is terrorism trumps constitutional rights. Yeah. That's it. And it doesn't fly in America. We're talking about Guantanamo, okay? Yeah, I know there are (laughs) rules about Guantanamo. They can be held without due process. They certainly can be held uh, virtually an unlimited amount of time because they're considered combatants, not on American soil. We get all that. But come on, talking to their lawyer? Come on, really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Right. Attorney, I'm not surprised yeah. either. But, I mean, that that does cross the line. I mean, that does. Except I'm in favor of the, of, uh, the government. Being held without due process oh, is, totally. doesn't bother you. Oh, no. It doesn't bother you. Not no, at all. no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. All right, we're coming back. Uh, and the battle over sports betting. And, Mo, jump in on this one, would you? Would you stay sure. with us, Mr. Sportsman extraordinaire? And that is uh, yesterday, Supreme Court ruling on sports betting changes everything. This is KFI AM 640.